Hello everybody, it is that time of year, it is the Christmas special and unfortunately the last episode in the series of Is This Life? Hiya Rob. It's emotional. Oh dear me, it is isn't Oh dear. Oh well. The good news is though, they've commissioned a second series. They haven't. Have they? They, they have. Oh. I'm not that good news? Oh, that's great news. So we will be back. Well, now I know. Now I know. We'll we're always be back. back. Yeah. Hang on. Sorry about the the banging you can just hear. Uh, you can't hear it, Rob, but you will when you're editing. I was just turning down my mic. Did you bang your mic? Well, no, but it's because it's atta- the volume is attached to the microphone. Oh. Uh, yeah, so the gain and stuff. Uh, it's Christmas. How are you doing? We've we've kind of finished work as well, haven't we? Oh, kind of. Have you done? Are you done? No, I've still got some gigs. I got some gigs. I've, I've done six gigs this weekend. I did three yesterday. One. We were going to record. Uh, no, I did two yesterday. Sorry, we were going to record last night, weren't we? Um, mm-hmm. we? It just didn't. I just got delayed. Out and about. Life happens. It's more important, isn't it? It's actually our job. So <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm very tired today. It's just. Your body, your body starts to shut down when you're doing all these gigs, doesn't it? And you, you're on and you're on and you're on and it's Christmas and everyone's having such fun. It's Christmas. It's Christmas, 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 Christmas. But today, it's actually Christmas. It's Christmas for us, isn't it? It's our Christmas. I'm our feeling Christmassy. Christmas I'm feeling Christmassy, are you? Mate, I am feeling so Christmassy. I've had magic radio Christmas on in the car. Oh, magic Christmas? Magic Christmas, nothing but Christmas hits. Yesterday I got the tree up. Did you put the tree up? Put the tree up yesterday, that's so that was December, nice. December, December, that's early, that. That's not early, mate. You can put the tree up from any any point in December, it's fine. What, whenever you want to? I made mince pies yesterday, but we'll get onto that later. We're going to get onto the mince pies. I've yeah, opened my pies calendar. Later. Right, yeah, so we've got mince pies galore, we've got Christmas stuff galore, and actually it's, it's just the time that we can reflect on how incredible this podcast has been for the last 10 weeks well that's what Christmas is though isn't it as well just reflecting every Christmas you sit there and go oh do you remember last year when we did this and you do reflect don't you throughout the year of what's happened at this point you do this time last year this time yeah remember in March when this happened remember so we've got basically a recap episode for you to remember how incredible we are uh as podcast uh, hosts, everything... I mean, it's incredible, isn't it, Rob? I, we, we've done quite a lot of research for this, and I've ended up listening to pretty much every episode back this week. Yeah, it's been fun. And I've forgotten loads of stuff, and it's been really good, uh, really good to do. But I, the Christmas is flowing. I've got mulled wine here. I've got mince pies. I've got these Christmas chocolates here. Can you see them? Oh, that's a snowman, is it, that? Yeah, it is. Oh, look at that. But, like, they're old. They're, like, basically, we have this big bag of, like, presents, which, you know, like, so if someone comes around for Chris- just to come and see us around Christmas time, we say, have a dip in our lucky dip bag. And we just have loads of, like, shitty presents in there. So this year, we thought we'd better open it up and check them out to make sure they weren't that dodgy. And these chocolate coins are out of date and dodgy, but I'm still eating them. He's still eating them? I'm still eating them, but they're very Christmassy. I've got my chocolate from here, um, here from my advent calendar. 
I I haven't got an advent calendar this year yet. If no one buys you one, mate, you can't buy yourself one. No. That's sad. No, I know, and I haven't. But I haven't been bought one. I've been bought two. Oh, got a lint chocolate one. Right. But that teddy bear's staring at me, and he keeps staring at me. I don't get him till twenty fourth. <laughs> but he's staring at me through an hole, and I can see him. <laughs> and I got a Thornton's one, so that's from my Thornton's one. Oh, that's nice. So you can have it's that. It's a now. salted caramel praline. Oh, Is that how you say that? Yeah, pr- praline, I think. Praline. But I say praline. Praline. Pr- praline. Praline. Whatever. Anyway, did you like? Uh, did you like your little uh, Christmas theme tune there, Rob? Oh, I loved it, mate. I know you're eating your chocolate. I always ask questions when you're eating. I didn't love it though. Yeah, I just thought I'd. Uh, I thought I'd change. Sorry, that was me. Yeah, it's all right. I thought I'd change the theme. So, listeners, uh, that's that's the Chris, that's the theme. Hopefully, you recognised it. It did. It was our theme, wasn't it? It was just. Uh, I like how the end slows down. Oh, I mean, we should have got Bing Crosby to do the sad Cliffs <laughs> Just like a bit of a croon over the top. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's busy. What? Be, I think he's busy. Bing. Yeah. Dead, isn't he? Yeah. Busy being dead, isn't he? Bless him. All oh, right. Okay. Are you sorted for Christmas? You've been shopping. I'm I'm not I'm not here for Christmas. Well, we know you that. But you're going to regular Virginia. I'm going to regular Virginia for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I've been to see my mum. You know, that was a couple of weeks ago. We've done Christmas there. Did you I get her get, a present? Yeah, I did. I got her a present. What did you get? <clears throat> iPad. Well, that's very generous. iPad. Yeah, well, wow. well, it was my old one. Oh, so you, you, hand-me-downs. It was a hand-me-down, but Mum loves it. She she play, She's playing a bingo on it. Oh, sorted then, isn't it? She's, she's putting bingo on. She's got a match-three game, like Candy Crush, but I can't remember what it's called. Gardenscape, Homescapes. Oh. Match-three. Oh, loving it. Mum, I don't know if Mum listens anymore. She said, she said, oh, I listen to your podcast. I listen to episode one. I'm like, all right, okay. She's like, yeah, we're all right. <laughs> So, so I think you've got the dedicated family following with your sister. And I think, does your mum? I don't know. Did, she's listened. My oh, mum don't listen. She she not. can't work this stuff. The blueberry <laughs> and all this. It's not even called that, is it? Was it? No, it's iTunes. iTunes. Isn't it? She doesn't. She can't work that. Oh, hang on. Can you hear oh, that banging? Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's neighbour. I think there's someone in the the stairwell. I don't know. Christmas. Christmas visitors. Christmas visitors. It's like uh, Mr. Christmas, Father Christmas. Yeah, he's here. We're just going to have to put up with that banging, I'm afraid. Oh, well. Yeah. Unless Life it's Pete. On. Unless it's my neighbour, Pete. I mean, uh, my flatmate. But, yeah. it's So, we've got a jam-packed full, like, full episode today, haven't we, Rob? Yeah. Uh, so, we're going to have to move on relatively. Oh, definitely. Well, Let's do it. We're already, we're already way over, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so everything's Christmassy, and it is like we mentioned the last show of the series, but we're back in mid-January. Uh, yeah. we're, we're just gonna have a month off. We're gonna yeah. pla- plan some uh, plan some things to do. We want to bring back Sutcliffe and Slater, Sutcliffe versus Slater next series. So we're planning things to do for that, aren't we, Rob? Oh, indeed. Oh, it's great. So we're gonna take take a take a look back. Generally, uh, are you done for Christmas? Before we go, before we move on, are you sorted? I'm not. I'm not completely sorted. I'm nearly there, though. I've done quite a bit of Christmas shopping today. I got the wine in because you know Tesco's doing 25% off six bottles or more. Oh, so I got the wine in. Uh, I got some <coughs> more whiskey today. Got that in. Yeah. 
good offers, aren't they, at Christmas? I got 42 Ferrero Rochers today. Yeah, for you. Yeah, I had to, Claire's made me put them in the garage, because otherwise I'll eat them all. I got some after eights, and I've left them at Shannon's on purpose, because I won't eat them. But she might, yeah. to be honest. Are you looking forward to travelling? Very excited. I've got premium economy on Virgin, so I'm going to sit down and watch all new movies and that. Whoa. I know. I know. And then when I land, when I land back in the UK uh, on the 30th of December, uh, I'm going to pick up a car from Heathrow and drive up to New Year's with Mum to see my Oh, mom. that's nice. I know, I'll be knackered though, eh, but it'll be good. I'll be going to bed. On New Year's Eve? Yeah, I, I don't do it. Don't no. do it. No, it's an anticlimactic day, isn't it? It's pointless. Yeah, it's just another day. You wake up and it's Monday. Some knobhead last year that I set a firework off over my car. Oh, no. Not a firework, one of them, like, you know, confettis and that. Oh, confetti cannon. Yeah, so I was out there cleaning it up. Dear me. And he came out and we were all sorry, it was New Year's Eve. I felt like going over on my birthday and setting one off at his garden. Yeah. So we were all sorry, it was my birthday. Oh, no. See what he felt about it. Anyway. Oh. oh well. Should we go on to the first feature and bring the this in? Uh, right, yeah, so let's let's go on to feature one, shall we, Rob? Why not? We don't have any jingles for it though, so we're just gonna have a look, little look back. Um massive thank you to everyone getting in touch. This is an interactive show and you have been inter bloody reactive, aren't they, Rob? Well yeah. <laughs> 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 so so you've uh, you've got in touch, um so, we're just going to play some clips from previous episodes, and, and what way to start off than going straight back to our first episode, and this is uh, episode one. Uh, what were we talking about here, Rob? We were talking about football, right? Yeah, and the price of Neymar and how much it costs. And... Okay, so, here's the clip. Let's play the clip. The one thing that stood out for me is Neymar so a footballer from Brazil called Neymar he's gone from Barcelona to PSG Paris Saint-Germain it's about 600 went... miles why do they need to know the distance? well they do because they don't know the distance yeah they just distance is a big issue. deal why is it well for the money it's not a big deal is it? <laughs> well I'm wondering if you could line 222 million pound coins next to each other and get from Barcelona to Paris how much? Six miles? Six, how far 600 miles. I don't think you could do that. If you know the exact width of a pound coin and you're really one, good at one. maths... New one or old one, though? Uh, new one. Or shall we go with Euros because we're going Barcelona to Paris? Yeah, because you have to get the currency change. Yeah, one you? Euro. Right. Okay, euro. so if you know the exact width of a Euro and you know the exact distance from the new camp stadium... Is that as the bird flies? Uh, as the crow flies. Shall we do as the crow flies or shall we do roads? Let's do roads. You can Google map it then, couldn't you? Someone will work this out. Yeah, all right then. Google map it. Can you fit 222... Can you fit how much Paris Saint-Germain paid Barcelona on the roads so between them? we have got an answer, Rob. Have we? We've got a... Yeah, we've got an answer. So how many euros was it spent? 222 million, right? Yep. Uh, from Paris Saint-Germain, so from, from Paris to Barcelona. Guess, guess how many? I wouldn't have a clue. I wouldn't know where to start. You wouldn't, would you? No, but we found out, so this is a big thank you to Thomas George. Tom George, our mate, Tom. Cheers, Tom. And he worked it out within ten minutes of listening to uh, 
you know, to, to our first episode way back in September. Uh, and it's 46,591,928.25 euro coins. So I don't know whether that means 0.25, like a quarter of a euro, or 25 cents. I think it'd be a quarter of a euro, wouldn't it? It'd be a quarter of a euro. But basically, it could go there and back four times. <laughs> 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 for the amount <laughs> for the amount he went to uh, to Paris for well that's that's quite f- <laughs> that's ridiculous isn't it <laughs> that leads that actually leads us on to something else we mentioned in that episode if you, if you remember back we listened to uh, you mentioned about the whole Forrest Gump thing about you know running actually let's play the clip we'll play that clip now let's let's play the clip we could have had more fun I reckon our, our members uh, that are here now listening to this members of the podcast are going to be like I'd, I'd join you I'd join you putting pound coins down do you know what the problem is with putting them euros down what you'd start someone would walk out of a shop and go oh, oh there's a euro there yeah and you lose out before you know it you're like Forrest Gump running the le- length of Europe growing a beard <laughs> and you've got a following behind you you have and then you're going to get there to Paris euros. you're going to put the last pound coin you're like I think I'll go home now. And then you turn around and there's like 100 Europeans picking up pounds behind you. Euros, it's euros. Euros. I didn't want to remember. I did I did not want to attach to the fact that they were euros, did I, Rob? You didn't. I kept you, saying you, pound coins. I'm English, aren't I? I'm like, oh, I like a pound coin. Yeah. If we ever have to spend, if we ever have to go on to euros, I'll be distraught. I'll be devastated. I like, I like the queen on my money. Yeah. I like the Queen on my money, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, you'd have to... So, basically, when you would be going down putting your last Euro down, you were then looping back as Forrest Gump, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because <laughs> you'd have to do it four times. Yeah, Jeez. essentially. Four times. It's mental, yeah. that, isn't it? It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Well, didn't we mention something else in that episode that we asked to get, get in touch? I told you a story. It was about holidays, wasn't it? It did. It was about your friend losing a passport, and we weren't too sure what happened. Yeah, I do remember. Because I mean, obviously, now we're in December. I'm just thinking about holidays now. You know, I'm just thinking about like it's it's Christmas and it's cold, and and I want to go on a hot summer holiday. But I remember. Shall we play the clip? I can't remember actually. We were talking about Katie, weren't we? Yeah, your friend Katie. Shall I play the clip? Let's play the clip. Go on then. Probably move on from that then. But just have you had a nightmare holiday? Before we Not did, really? you got to have you had a good one. I've never had one where it's like, oh, what's happened? I've lost my bags, my passports, and all. I've never had anything like that. My my mate Katie, if she's listening, Katie Jackson. She. Hi Katie. Hi Katie. Every, good li- to see you. Thanks for listening. Don't think she's got a Twitter listener, so you can't follow. But Katie Jackson told me she went to Thailand. She's half Taiwanese, uh, so is it Taiwanese or Thai? Taiwan, I think Thai- it's Thailand, Thailand, Taiwan. It's two different countries, isn't it? Taiwan, yeah. Shit. Just insulted so I've just, I have just destroyed Asia and Taiwan. I'm very sorry. Our marketing Katie's, is gone now. Katie's half Thai. Um, she went to Thailand, and like the day she got there, she got a purse nicked, and in a purse was a passport and all the money. Oof. In, but I think it was in Bangkok. And I'm like, what do you do? I, that that for me that'd be a nightmare. 
She couldn't leave the country. She couldn't move because she was going to go, I think, to different countries. You can't do you that. You go to the embassy, don't you? No, but I don't. I, well, yeah. I, I mean, I've seen her since. So it's figured. I mean, so it's. So she got back. It's worked so she's out. She's still for there. Her. Yeah. She's not there working. She's no. No, no, no. She's, it's worked out. Katie, if you're listening, let us know how that happened. So it turns out, Rob, she wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> I, had to, I had to chase her for this. Uh, I had to chase her and I thought, well, you know what, I will find out. I will find out about it. Uh, and she's finally got back to me about an hour ago uh, telling me about what happened. Um, and essentially she had to go to the embassy um, and she applied for an emergency passport, which only gives her one direct route back and you've got to write it on your passport on a piece of paper at the embassy and it costs £100 and they do it in a couple of hours there. Um, but they planned to go up to Cambodia and then uh, to Vietnam, but she wasn't allowed to, to to leave the country. There was two, so Thailand, and it's Thai, not Taiwan. Definitely Thailand. <laughs> She's half Thai. Um, so I didn't on. ask her that. Should I just reminded myself? Go on. So this piece of paper was that just to get back to the UK? It was yeah, a one direct one direct document that was valid for one trip only to get back to the UK and then she had to get a new passport so she had to pay for a replacement passport as well so um, did you do that? yeah well, yeah. so it cost £100 to get a new passport uh, an emergency passport and then got a new passport and when she got there it was the first day first day she got to Bangkok she got a camera nicked uh, all of her money nicked a phone a passport uh, and a bank card and the bag that was nicked was a new bag that her brother had just got off her for Christmas. Disaster. Um, she was only allowed the one trip on the emergency passport and then had to go back to the airport immediately to get that pa- that emergency passport stamped, uh, the immigration stamp, so that she was legally allowed to be in Thailand anyway. So it's a nightmare, that. Bloody Nora. I mean, that is a nightmare holiday. So I'm you wouldn't want, want to go again, would you? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Go away. No. You'd be on a canal boat in the north at Broads. Well, that's it. You love a boat, don't you? I do. It's good. Yeah. Go on then, Rob. Let's move on. Let's move on to episode two. I'm, I'm just a bit wary of the fact we're half an hour in. I know. Disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, episode two, we were talking. Uh, you, well, you brought up the stupid point about indicating. I think you've got something to say on this, haven't you? I am, right. Yeah, Let's play I the am. clip so people know what we're on about. Here's the clip. I want to move for a motion that we try and persuade the UK public and everybody to indicate when they're walking. Indicate? Indicate. Like a car? Yeah, like a car, like a bus. Because I'm walking down the... It might not be as effective for, for people who are in, like, Skegness, because, you know, there's not many people there. But in a town centre, in a busy city centre, especially shopping centres, shopping malls, like, for example, Metro Centre, Meadowall, Sheffield, Trafford Centre, you know, the big ones. Or like Trafford Centre. Like Trafford Centre, yeah. And you're walking down, and if you see a shop, chances are there's someone behind you walking there or thereabouts your speed. If you just turn left, they're going to get annoyed. But you can't get annoyed because everyone fucking does it. But how about if you just put your left hand out, then they're at least aware that you're going that way. Just put it out. Split second before you move that way. Like a snowplow. You move the snow I, out of the way. I think that's stupid. You do it, though. You watch, you'll watch me do it next week. I think it's stupid. So you think it's stupid. Do you th- still think it's stupid? I think it's ridiculous. But you, you, 
someone's seen something, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, so my dearest of the half, Shannon, texted me a few weeks after that, saying... It was literally in the middle of nowhere. I hadn't heard from her all day or all, and she just texted me saying, just seen a runner indicate it was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> so I think a runner was like running around the road and wanted to cross over and put his arm out to cross over the road, allowing, like, not in front of cars and stuff, but knowing that the oncoming pedestrians knew that he was about to run. And she said it was, it was order. It was perfect order. It was great. Everyone knew. So I, that's just proved me right. Everyone should be doing it. I still don't agree. Like, <laughs> if it, I, it'd be chaos, it'd be I chaos. Know, I know. I I agree to some extent. I just think you know, not a law. I just think just have a bit of common sense. Just like put your hand out. I always do it at the tube. You'll see me more often than not do it. Uh, well, indicated. Yeah, I'm not getting into it again. I'm not getting into it again. Imagine the police knocking on your door. Excuse me, sir. Uh, we've got video footage of you not indicating at the uh, at this junction. You've got three points on your walking license. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to walk anymore. You have to go to walking awareness course. No, oh dear. Absolutely. So on the same episode, we were also talking about pirates, weren't we? That was the on this day, wasn't it? Shall we listen to the clip? There we go. Quick one. Do you think pirates existed? Like the Jack Sparrow pirates? Yes. Do you, like, full on? Uh, yes. Me artist. Do you think that uh, happened? Yeah. I'm trying to fathom it. I can't, I can't for the life of me think that that existed. Why not? Well, wh- why, I mean, that is... Because uh, th- they must have known that in, like, 300 years, people were going to be having a laugh at them. Who was having a laugh at pirates? We're all having a laugh at pirates. I mean, I'm it's not, not stylish, is it? It's it's dirty, it's smelly. It's, I mean, it's illegal for a start. They steal shit. All right, let's let's put you and Johnny Depp dressed as what's he called? Jo- Captain uh, Jack Captain, Sparrow. Yeah. And let's do a little vote. Let's just, let's do a vote. A poll. Who'd want? Who, who would you rather sleep with? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. I know that. I know the answer already. We don't. We don't need to do a poll, do we? We know the answer right now. <laughs> It's Captain Jack Sparrow they go for. So I think, well, I don't know. Some of them like that dirty look, you know. So I, I just, I yeah. think it existed. I think, I think, shiver me timbers and all that. Do you reckon? If oh. again, if you're listening, let us know. Uh, let us know if you think pirates actually existed. They let us know, Rob. They let us know. So my mate James Deplane, he said, "Oh, I remember him texting. It was like the day after. He listens uh, when." Where he does a particular part of his work every week, and he's like, when when he's doing that bit in the office, he listens to the podcast to get him through. Good lad. Um, and uh, he's listening to it, and he told me he's like, oh, by the way, pirate knowledge, he's got plenty of it. Why? <laughs> he, he, he just, I don't know why. I think he just said he he picked up quite a lot of it uh, when he was younger. I, I can't remember. James, if you're listening, remind us for, for series two why you know this. Um, yeah, but he said Robert Newton, uh, an actor in the in the ye olde English olden days, fifties, uh, sixties, mm-hmm. in Blackbeard the Pirate, apparently is generally hailed as the creator of the pirate voice uh, because of that film. And then everyone just started doing that same voice. And I think about fifty, sixty years ago, something like that. Um, and he was Blackbeard the Pirate, uh, and apparently pirates probably like 
probably actually sounded like they were from Bristol or Hull <laughs> or you know like Port Town. Hey up, shiver me timbers. <laughs> I mean that's very similar, isn't it? No. What accent was that you just did? Sh- shiver me timbers. <laughs> What's that? From from the West Country. <laughs> <laughs> from I'm from Western Supermare. <laughs> That's shocking. Can't do that, can I? No. Can't do that. Cut that. I could do all. So then, so the pirates didn't exist then, like well, as we thought. Well, not me artists, not shiver me timbers. No. Oh. They were probably just like speaking different. No. I That's mean, they probably had peg leg and. Like you say, the chances, like you said in the in the episode, the chances of you losing a leg pretty high, but yeah. not like a bottle of rum, yo ho ho. No, they didn't know. Well, that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, but now we know, don't we? So thanks for that, James. Thanks for ruining uh, piracy for me. We, I don't know. You'll be, you'll be, uh, you'll be friends with James in a minute now because we're going to go back onto episode three. We've got oh. to push forward, episode three, and the next one. Um, I think if we got our clips right, it's about the uh, the best live experience yep. that we've that we've ever had. Shall we listen to this one? Let's have a listen. My final question and point is the favourite live band of all time. What is yours? But before, well, actually, what is your favourite band to have ever listened to? I can guess. I'm going to guess. Go on. I'm going to guess that Stone Roses Eaton Park was the best gig you've been. That's to. one of the best gigs I've ever been to. There's others up there. Um, Radiohead at Gig on the Green in Glasgow. Stevie Wonder at Glastonbury. Let's get this from people. Who? What is? Who is or what is the fav- the best live thing you've ever seen? You had a bit of trouble saying that, didn't you? Can't get my words out there, could I? <laughs> so we're back to James on. again. We're back to James, and uh, I asked him, and he said, "Stone Roses at the Etihad." When? He said he thinks it's 2016. I was there. Were you there? Yeah. Were you there? Well, I was there. For, they did five nights, but I went to it. Yeah. My issue with that one was I had a pregnant girlfriend, so I kind of just oh. sat down and watched. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's fair enough, though, isn't it? He loved it, and he said it, because it was the Etihad, and they do a, a United sort that, you know, he was loving, manking it up and singing. He said something about a United anthem, right? Which song is the United anthem? Uh, it's the one they come out to, isn't it? Uh, this is the one. Okay. Yeah, this, this is, is the, the one. one. This is the one. They come out to oh, that, yeah. don't they, at Old Trafford? They're all United fans, apart from the drummer. All right. Is he a City fan? He's a City fan, yeah. Oh, so it's, it's quite weird how they're all like uh, there at Etihad. And Beckham was there for one of the gigs as well. Oh, were he? Yeah, he was there watching them. So it's it is quite funny that City's ground. But City's ground though is better for gigs than Old Trafford. Old Trafford yeah. don't really do that. But it's, the no, way they don't really do gigs, do they? The way it's set up is better for gigs. Etihad. Yeah. It's big. The Etihad. It's not as big. It it's looks huge, massive inside, it? but it's not as big as Old Trafford. But Old no, Trafford. Is it forty thousand? Fifty thousand? It's about fi- they extended it, didn't they? It's about fifty odd now. But Old Trafford's like seventy eight in it, seventy two, seventy eight, something like that. Yeah, but it doesn't look as yeah. Etihad looks much bigger. I know, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, crazy. Good stadium. Yeah. So Good we're going to move on again now. Oh, we're flying episode through four. these. I know. Now the thing about episode four is we kind of really we were together in episode four. We had better things to talk about than actually yeah. get get listeners involved. So sorry, listeners. We enjoyed that episode, but we miss each other. So when we're together, we have a big chat. 
uh, we asked pretty much one question throughout the entire episode, uh, and the clip, yeah, show us to the clip. Let's go. Go on. My paper ran last four years. My best mate was like, you're not going to last, because I had to get up at six in the morning right. and do all this stuff. I was like, you're not, you're not going to last it, you can't do that, you don't get up early. I lasted for four years, loved it. And I had to walk past his house every morning to um, to go to this paper round, and we, we just had this thing of throwing stones at each other's windows whenever you wanted to wake him up. And he regretted that four years later, and every Saturday morning at 6am, throwing stuff at his window. It wants it won't stones, mm. uh, it were pasta shells, because that's non-damaging and biodegradable. Pasta shells. Yeah, we threw pasta shells. They're cheap, aren't they? Biodegradable. Yeah, of course they are. It's food. Not all food's biodegradable. Pasta is. It's made with flour. Are you sure? Yeah. No, well, I'm not. No, (laughs) I'm not sure. But yeah, no, I'm. I want to know that. If anyone knows that, get in touch. Is dried pasta biodegradable? I was very sure of that when I were up. You were, but then you're like, question yourself. I what? did, and as soon as I questioned myself, we offered it out to the crowd. We got an answer. Go on. It's not. It's not biodegradable. <laughs> Listening back to that clip, though. Yeah. What I didn't think of at the time to ask you was, why are you carrying pasta around in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't answer that either. I honestly like, oh, can't oh, because we knew we knew that I'm going to throw something at his window I might as well get some pasta just but that's exactly what we did because pasta is massive bag isn't it and you don't miss five shells of pasta like, so I always and I knew that I could get it and I remember going into the kitchen and, and grabbing a handful and putting it in my pocket I bet your mum I bet your mum's like in the supermarket going oh we have to get some more bloody pasta Elliot loves it <laughs> <laughs> we get through ten bags a week that's pretty much what happened. I remember when she used to do my washing and stuff like that. She's like, why have you got a pocket full of pasta shells here? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. And then so it's we not came, biodegradable? It's not biodegradable. Um, I mean, I, don't, I didn't really get any more science behind that. So Shannon, Shannon just let me know, sent me a link, saying the stuff that you'd expect to be biodegradable... Uh, that isn't, and pasta was on the list. Dried pasta is on the list. Uh. It must have some preservatives in. I don't know. Uh. I guess it needs water in it to go off, doesn't it? Yeah. And with it being dried, it's been dehumidified and it just stays there. Yeah. So it'll. Re- yeah. So I, I guess. I guess that's that. And then we went quiet for a bit because we realised that that <laughs> our our dedicated fans love to listen but aren't actually they don't want to get in touch yet no but we have been you know people have been getting in touch and the thing is we should have probably been making a point of telling people that they have been already you know as the series went on because I was talking to a mate of mine uh, well a friend of a friend who's now become a friend called Mike and he said he wanted to, to get in touch but he didn't want to be the first so now everyone knows that people do get in touch and we are an interactive yeah. podcast. It's been a successful podcast, really. But then yeah. we went quiet. So now go on, Rob, you can carry on to episode seven, I think. So yeah, so in, uh, in episode seven, um, this was around the time when uh, Everton Football Club lost their manager. And we thought that um, Sean Dyche, who was Burnley's manager, was going to take over. Uh, and obviously Elliot being the big Burnley fan he might have been upset so let's have a listen to this and we'll tell you the outcome of what actually happened okay here we go 
Southampton, the Burnley versus Southampton. See, uh, Sean Dyche off. Thank you very much for being our manager. Oh, don't be like this. We'll find out tomorrow, won't we? I'm very nervous, Rob. <laughs> I would be if I was you as well. Oh, very nervous. Um, I watched match of the day last night and he looked as if he'd just packed his bags. He got his head shaved. He said he's got a new suit. He's, he didn't come and say thank you to fans. It didn't do all. I thought that were it. I thought. I think no. he'll go if he gets it offered. It's like Elliot and him going to go for a breakup, really, if this happens. Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. I think I know one one other Burnley fan, uh, well, two, a few other Burnley fans listening to this, they're in the same situation. They don't want him to go. No one wants him to go. Do you know what go. it's like? It's one of them situations, though, where if he does go, it's one of them relationships where you're like, you know what, we can still be friends because what we did together was magical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now we're relating football, managing to uh, a big lifelong breakup. So... Go on, Rob. Well, you tell us, because you'll be more excited to tell us. I'm very excited. He hasn't left yet. What do you mean, yet? He's not going to go. Well, he's going to go at some point, isn't he? No. Well, he's not going to be here as long as blooming Fergie was at United. I'd be over the moon if I were you, mate. Oh, I am absolutely delighted that Sam Allardyce has gone to Everton. Um, Who is it? Who's gone to uh, Leicester? Oh, uh, it was... Southampton's old manager, Claude Puel or something. Claude Puel. Puel. And then it's the same. More... Oh, and Fingy's gone, hasn't he? Um, what's he called? Crystal Palace old manager, Newcastle old manager. Can't remember his name. He's got a West Brom. Same old people, though, isn't it, getting these jobs now? Boring. Boring. Give someone else a chance. Yeah, but not, not Sean Dyche. Not Sean Dyche. I'm happy no, for he, you, mate. I'm glad he's he stayed. Staying, yeah. I'm yeah. glad he stayed. Um, it was good. We're, yeah, we're doing very well. I'm, I'm happy with it. It's good. Um, and that's you know that's kind of the old the old thing in it like we never know and we don't really talk about sports much now on this podcast but the listeners do know I'm a Burnley supporter the listeners know that you're a Man United supporter we yep. will always mention football here and there uh, but you never know Series 2 might take a, a complete turn and we might we might both be massive uh, baseball fans uh, in two months time I very much doubt that, but yeah. Yeah, I doubt, I doubt it too. <laughs> I doubt it. Right, I'm uh, I'm feeling less Christmassy now. We've done a lot of a lot of callback. Let's get Christmas. back on this Christmas get train. Back to Christmas, come on. So, so we uh, we're going to go to our, our second feature now, um, which is we're going to be talking about Christmas food and looking back over food. Now, through this series, we've talked a lot. About Have you seen this? Oh hang on, what's this? Oh, Santa Paws. Santa Paws Brew Dog Christmas Special Beer, and I thought it's Christmas now, so I'm gonna have one. Yeah, have Here one. It is. Yeah. Here it hang on. Oh, there you go. So Elliot's on the on the beer. I'm not because it's a Monday, and I, you know I'm not I'm not crazy. Don't be telling, don't be telling the listeners what day it is. Yeah, like, well, it could be Sunday afternoon. It could, well, it's not. Well, it's not. I had the Christmas tree up yesterday. My rule is you can't have a Bailey's till the Christmas tree's up. So I had my Bailey's yesterday. But, um... Yeah. Oh, oh, that's nice. We, that's nice. Brewdog, that. If you haven't guessed it yet, people, we love food and we love our drink. And we love it's, it. It's something we like to bring in and we have mentioned it quite a bit. So well, let's let's talk about this. So what are you doing for Christmas dinner? Because you're making it, aren't you, in America? I am making it, yes. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to do myself a, just what I would normally do on a roast... Uh, I do a normal roast dinner, and I'll do some more trimmings, and just do pigs in blankets. Yeah. And and I will like we're, we're about to get into this, but all of the stuff that that you've sent to me on the notes is exactly how I agree 
I agree with you on everything that we're about to mention, and that's how I'm going to uh, display my roast dinner on Christmas Day. So right. I, I guess I'll mention it again in a second Yeah. Uh, at the end. But here we are, Rob. Go on. You, you did some research, didn't you? I, I have done some research. So, I mean, um, so uh, it, I think I can't remember what episode it was now. Was it episode, episode eight? So in, in the yeah. episode eight, we talked about um, the rules of a roast <coughs> in our food episode, Food Glorious Food. Um, let's have a listen to the clip and then we'll, uh, I'll let you know what I've done some research on. Here's a clip. I never knew there was a rules to a roast till I went round oh, their house. Oh, there's rules. There's rules. Are we talking the rules where you can only have Yorkshire puddings with beef? There. What's oh, that about? No, I can't. I can't get on board here. What is I can't that about? Get on board. You have so the rules are you have certain things with certain right. So if you're having beef, you can have Yorkshire puddings. But if you're having chicken, you don't. Oh. And then if you're having beef, hang on. What is it? If you're having pork, you, you don't have stuffing. Apparently, if you're having pork, you only have you that don't with have chicken. Pork. You can. You only have stuffing what? if you're having turkey or chicken. No. Well, I get it, because you stuff it in the chicken's uh, area, don't you? <laughs> the area of the chicken, yeah. <laughs> it is, does make sense. But That's pork, probably why it's called Pork stuffing. and stuffing, I think, kind of goes together, doesn't it? Pork, well, yeah, cause sage pork and onion need, stuffing. Sage and onion, they say you, you serve sage and onion with pork, no? That's what I mean. Sage and onion, applesauce, pork, that kind of all goes together. The same thing again. Like It's just weird, isn't it? What I want to know is if any, if anyone does ever want to get in touch with us about anything, <laughs> ever, ever. Just, I mean, ever. Just say hello, be nice. But if you do, do you know the whole rules of a roast? And is if I went to like a fancy restaurant, should I be offended if I sit down and there's a Yorkshire pudding on my plate with some chicken? So yeah, so we were looking at the rules of a roast. Now I never knew there was a rule for a roast that you heard in the clip. But what I'm going to get onto now is I've done some research. I found this on the Guardian's website, and there is the rules of a Sunday roast. This isn't Christmas dinner. This is Sunday roast. So I mean, it's very similar. Yeah. yeah. So first of all, meat. We'll, we'll talk about the meat first of all. It needs to be moist, tender, and tasty. It needs to combine this with some sort of salty, crunchy. Okay, we speak salty, <laughs> crunchy textural contrast in terms of a crisp skin or fat. Now, I, I mean, hang on, hang on, just stop right there. All right. What is the equivalent to that? I mean, that is the only way, isn't it, that meat can be? No. Like you... Moist, tender and tasty. You don't go out and think, oh, I'm going to get a dry, tough, bland joint of pork. You don't. No, but you can have like a dry steak, can't you? Like dry beef. Well, I guess you can, yeah. But and you, you... Could, you could have chicken without skin, which would take away the saltiness. I get that. There'd be no crunchiness, would there, in there? No, but, I do uh, get But, I mean, meat's a standard thing, isn't it? I don't think there's any rules with meat apart from roast Just make it. it good. Yeah, make yeah. it good. Yeah. Potatoes, then. So, potatoes should always be roast. Crunchiness is an integral textual component. So, that Tick. crunchiness... Soft inside. That is, yeah. I agree with that rule. Well done. For the veg, so uh, the vegetables it needs to be dark, leafy green vegetables. For example, yeah. Brussels sprouts, Savoy cabbage, spring greens or roasted root vegetables are good. And carrots, particularly glazed, are always welcome for colour, crunch, and sweetness. Yeah, always. Always agree with this. But this is one thing which the Guardian said I do not agree with: cauliflower, cheese, peas, 
or garlic roasted Mediterranean courgette and pepper medley should not be on a roast. No, I well, quite. They say they say it shouldn't be on a roast. They say it should not be. So you shouldn't have cauliflower well, I lo- cheese. I love cauliflower cheese. So do I. On a roast. Actually, in the actual document I read, it said cauliflower cheese brackets. Are you kidding? You aren't five. What exactly? It's not a kid's meal, is it? Cauliflower cheese. They haven't had good cauliflower cheese, have they? They haven't. They don't know what they're missing here. They, that that reporter hasn't doesn't enjoy cauliflower cheese. But they don't like cauliflower. What's what's wrong with peas? <clears throat> what's wrong with peas? I don't often do peas because they're a, they're a, they're a faff to cook proper peas from scratch. I mean, if you get frozen peas, it's fair. Yeah, easy easy done. But <clears throat> if you you know if you're podding them and you're boiling them and you're doing them from scratch, it's it's really hard work. So I don't really do them. I I love peas. On a roast. Yeah. And a garlic roasted Mediterranean courgette and pepper medley. I quite like a bit of pepper and a bit of a different taste that, on the plate. I chicken. wouldn't do that with beef and pork, only chicken. Yeah, yeah it's a chicken one, isn't it? But anyway, yeah. the, I mean, that's wrong. But Yorkshire puddings. So, oh, this is the one thing. I do on not this. agree with this. Right, so. They say you can only have Yorkshire puddings with roast beef. And no. the biggest thing about it, I mean, I understand, I knew that was a rule. I knew that was a rule, but it's a rule yeah, I don't agree wrong, with. It's a wrong rule, and it? It's borderline. Completely wrong. But then, they go on to say, <coughs> you do not pour gravy over the pudding, or worse still, into it, like it's some kind of batter gravy boat. Where else are you going to put it? That is wrong. That, that pudding is being soaked in gravy. Doused. Morons. It's going to be, oh, and then you're going to put your meat into it, and then you're going to put your veg into it, and eat it like it's a sandwich, a, a Yorkshire pudding sandwich. Yeah. Idiots. You pick it up, oh, they don't know what they're on about, do they? They don't, they know, don't know what, what they're, they're doing. doing. <laughs> Should have played the clip for it, shouldn't we? Well, shall we? Let's play it. You don't know what you're doing! I don't. There we go. There yeah, it was. Guardian. That's you told. Yeah. So, um, so that was the rules of a roast from the Guardian. Um, yeah. Some we agree with, some we don't. But it's nice. It's nice to know there's a rule, isn't there? Yeah. There's official because we weren't too sure if there was rules, was there? I mean, it's wrong though, isn't it? Yeah, it's not rules, is it? We're going to have to rewrite the rules. Rules are there to be broken, though, aren't they? Unless they're good rules. Yeah. But anyway, moving on, because one big thing we talked about this year was Bake Off. I think four episodes running, didn't we, talk about Bake Off? Well, I think we had a big... I had a big tiff dinner with that, that Kate dinner. Yeah. I didn't like her. I mean, she's probably a lovely girl, isn't she? Well, I don't know. But she 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 was in final. She shouldn't have been in final. She was just dead weight in that final anyway, yeah, wasn't she? Yeah, she knew. She knew. But, uh, so, did, so did Stephen, because he messed up, didn't he? He messed up. Yeah. He's an idiot. Anyway, it inspired me. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I've done some I've made gingerbread, shortbread biscuits and all sorts. Let's have a listen to a clip now from episode six, um, uh, where we're talking about how Bake Off has inspired me. Here is the clip. It has inspired me, the show, recently. This week. Okay. I've made some what gingerbread t- biscuits this week. You've made some gingerbread and I, I biscuits. Did, I put icing on them and that. <laughs> decorated yeah. I decorated Are they one. good? They're nice. They don't look very good. I don't think I get right. good points on Bake Off. Have you got them here? Can I have a look? I ain't got them downstairs. Oh. 
Claire, if you're listening, bring them up. <laughs> she was <won't>. Sunday. <laughs> Back on, <laughs> And at the minute, I've got, um, I've got naan bread proving. So, that's, oh. so that was the start of my little adventure. So I was making gingerbread, I had naan bread proving. But then by the next week, it went on, and I was telling you that I actually was in training, and I was confident I could get the 2020. Let's have a listen to this clip. They can't make him win. No, I'm in training week. me, though, mate. You're going to... Oh, yeah, well... I'm going to apply for Bake Off. Give me two, three years, I'm going to apply. But I'm in tra- I made some shortbread this week. Oh, have you got a picture of this? No, have you eaten it? I haven't. It's all gone. But oh, I'm in training now. I'm gonna. I'm building up to like something big at Christmas. I'm gonna make something big. All right. If anyone has any ideas of anything I could make, get in touch and let me know. Get in touch. I mean, this is this is exciting. Anything, lay down the gauntlet for Bake Off Rob. Ask him what what you want him to make, and he'll do it. Anything goes. Isn't that right, Rob? I, I honestly think like. Couple of years time, I'm going to be on that show. Do you... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking. That I'm, this is my aim in life. I think as soon as Harry goes to school and I've got time, I'm just going to bake. I'm just, I'm just going to do it. I love cooking and that. I'm going to honestly. I was talking to my. Uh, I was talking to my watch mate space, yesterday. Bake off of it. Then I'll be on the rain making cakes. You watch. <laughs> so yeah, I said I was going to train. I'm, I'm deadly serious about it. Still, I'm deadly serious about this. Well, how about episode one, season two, we get you training. We do Bake Off, uh, Bake Off special, Suckley versus Slater. All right. Someone suggests a biscuit or a cake or something between now and Christmas and we figure it out and we'll we'll lay down the gauntlet. Yeah, let's do it. And we'll do it. Can we just point out that I'm going to be with you in London, travelling by train, so it can't be something ridiculous. Oh, yeah, no. It's got to be like... Be able to put things in a Tupperware. Yeah, it's got to go in a Tupperware. It can't be like one of those, you know, the big... Well, like for example, like Shannon challenged you to make the uh, the bread with different shapes and different colours throughout. You can't do that, can you? I'm still... I'm going to do that, though. You're going to do it, yeah, but you can't bring it down in a Tupperware. I can't... No. Come on. <laughs> I'll come up for a weekend to taste that. Oh, oh right. So, anyway, so from there... We were like, I was, I was going to go big. And then that week, it was Claire's birthday. So um, yeah. I decided to make Claire a cake, didn't I? And uh, I've listened to the clip because this is how excited I got when um, my... I'm, I'm calling her my good friend now. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this is this is uh, Joe jo Wheatley, my good friend. And we'll talk about Joe in a minute because I've got something here from Joe. Um, but this is, this is what happened. Have a listen to the clip. I've been, oh, I've, mate. Baking. Oh, I've seen mate. your stuff. Mate. I've never made a cake before, you know. Well, you have now. Did you, you tweeted it, didn't you? You put it on. I so did tweet it. it. So for everyone, uh, if you might have seen it on Twitter or Facebook, uh, Rob made his girlfriend a birthday cake, didn't you, Rob? A piñata cake. Piñata cake. When you chopped into it, it had sweets. Claire was chopping <clears> into it. She was like, is it, oh, is it crunchy? I was like, you wait and see. And she waited and she saw and I Did tell she you what, see what? Oh. I've never made a cake before in my life, mate. It looked amazing, to be honest. It, it was it was really nice. I enjoyed it. You know, our tweet got a like from the 2011 Bake Off winner. No. Yeah. I can't remember her name. No. Yeah. Hey. Our tweet. Do you not follow? Do you not follow the tweet? Tweeted. I, I do, but I didn't see. Who, I didn't see who liked it. I saw someone liked it, but. Well, it weren't, yeah, it weren't one of our friends or followers. It, I think it was from the hashtag. Oh. 
know. Well, I'm going to be the Bake Off 2020 champion, so I'll, I'll be invited to these in- exclusive dinners, won't I, with these? Well, that's it, and you'll go with Joe Wheatley. Joanne Wheatley. Joanne Wheatley. Great, bri- great British Bake Off winner, 2011. Oh, uh, Joanne. I, I, jo- yeah, so thanks, Joanne, for liking the tweet. Thanks, Joanne. Yeah. I'm really happy about that. That's made my day, that. <laughs> Joanne Wheatley. Liked my cake. How happy Your good friend, your good friend, Joe. <laughs> so, yeah, my good friend, Joe Wheatley. So, uh, this has brought us on to now um, talking about mince pies. So, yeah, so what I've made is I've made three varieties of mince pies, bite-sized ones. Can I stop you there, Rob? Just before you talk us through this, can I bring my housemates in? Oh, guests. Let's bring my housemates in. Let's have a guest. Guests. 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 Craig. Guests. Craig Pete. Come oh. in. Oh, oh yeah. Come in, hiya. It's Christmas. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hiya. Merry Christmas. This is Rob. Hiya, Rob. Nice to meet you. Hi, guys. This is, this is Rob. How are we doing? You all right? Oh, not Absolutely bad. Absolutely great. I can only see one. Oh, yeah. where's the other one? Oh, there's two. Yeah. There we go. We need to get in. We need to get in here. Yeah. We've got some mince pie review, but he's going to tell us about his mince pies. Yeah, so, so my first mince pie I made was from our good friend, Joe Wheatley. Joe Wheatley. Our good friend. Our good friend. And so it's, Bake Off um, winner 2011, boys. No way. Yeah. I'm going to win Bake Off 2020, boys. That's week. I really. 2020. I'm in training. You see, you can't no just way. you can't just dive into these things. You can't just dive in. At, you can't dive in at 2018 if you've. Game. You've got to play the long game. Exactly. If you've never made a cake before, you can't just dive in at 2018, <laughs> can you? And you've not, have you? No. Training up. He has like, now. Oh, yeah. If I got if I got on that show and they asked me to make a Gabaldi biscuit, I'd be buggered. <laughs> So it called the Gary Bold. Gary Bold. Yeah. That's what I said. See, I don't even know what it's called. I don't even know what it's called. That's why you got to wait to 2020. So the first mince pie I made was uh, it was from our good friend Joe Wheatley from a, a BBC website or something, and it's yeah. um, it's like got uh, obviously the bite size, and on top of that it's got like almonds with honey and sugar and a nice glacier cherry. Yeah, Ooh. and glacier cherries are a divided opinion in this house. Yeah, Greg oh. don't like them. I love them. Mm. I can take them all even. Just, oh my god! Just taste it's like, like sugar and loss, isn't it? That just sugar with a bit of a sweet. Don't even taste don't like cherries. No. Yeah. <laughs> the second, the second one I've made is uh, it's got an or- orange or orange, oh, an oh, orange and cinnamon crumble oh on top. God, and that's your favourite one, is it, Rob? That's my favourite one. It's got a good crunch when you bite into that. I mean, Made with like demerara sugar. Is that what it's called? What? Demerara sugar? <laughs> yeah, Demerara. Yeah. I mean, that's one way of saying it, yeah. What's the, what's the, what's the right way of saying it? Demerara. That's what I said, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you sound just, I just like did, it. I just didn't do it as posh as that. <laughs> Demerara <laughs> sugar. Um, and then the third one I made, I made my own marzipan. Ooh. From scratch? From scratch. From nothing. Oh, From nada. That's impressive. Yeah, and but you've got a big lump of it downstairs. You don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> don't know what to do with all that marzipan. There's a lot of sugar in that marzipan yeah. as well. <laughs> so, uh, but my favourite one was the crumble one. Oh well, there we are. I think you. I think from from that sounds like the best one. Of the three, to be honest. I wish yeah. you could taste them, boys. I wish you what, could. What would you put like on a scale of one to ten? Where would you put them? Well, I made them myself, didn't I? So they're obviously going to be mid. <laughs> I thought uh, you said it was orange. It was nine, yeah. nine. Uh, yeah. Did you see what he did there? I did. Yeah. I'd say the, the crumble one is, is, I'd say it's a 9.5. 9.5. Mm. I've got a similar one to a 9.5. I've got a 9.5. Go on then. Starbucks. All right. Starbucks is my best one that I've tasted. Iceland was an eight. Iceland was good. Um, Iceland? Yeah. Was it frozen? Marks, 
No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Marks and Sparks was the lowest. Six. That's disappointing, isn't it, to know that. Yeah, it was puff pastry, and the boys have had one, and the lads, yeah. and oh, it, yeah. we get we just too much uh, uh, pastry, puff pastry, puff. Yeah. in regards to the minute. We've got two here. We thought we've got Morrison's best, the best, the best, the trial, best. Trial one, trial one, trial one. There we are. Right, we have another bite here. Mmm. Ooh, well, they look nice. They're great. You like them? I like the presentation. <laughs> And I like nice and sugar, soft. That's the way forward. Yep, that's gorgeous. There's a lot of um, icing sugar. It's very sugary, but mm. I get these for Christmas for your family, Rob. I'm making you on me, mate. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> he's never, he's never buying any. Well, you're in training. Like, well, I'm training. Speaking of that, cr- uh, mince pie review wouldn't be. Oh shit! Oh, Dropped it on the floor here. Oh, it's ten blue. It oh. wouldn't be finished. Without bringing our good mate Mr. Kipling in. Oh, Kippers. Yeah, mm. Mr. Kip Kip. Kipling. Yeah. And, um. Exceedingly cheers. good cakes, isn't that his slogan? Mm. Yeah. That is his slogan. Would you, would you say that's exceedingly good? Good. Mm. Very good. Exceedingly good, but too much. Too mm. much pastry, not enough, um. Well. So not exceedingly good. It then. needs buttery. What did you it's say? It's just okay. It needs more butter. Yeah. Buttery, right. buttery pre- pastry. So, out of all your reviews, Morrison's is the place to go for those who don't want to win Bake Off 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you just buy well, it for your yourself, own, you'll have your own brand by then, so we'll be buying them from you. You will. Yeah. Oh, that'd be mint, wouldn't it? <laughs> Again, what, Slater's. What, Slater's. Slater's mince pies. Oh, has a ring that, doesn't it? Yeah. Slater's really? orange crumble and cinnamon mince pies. Oh, this is not mince pies. <laughs> This is Slater's best mince pies. I'm going to have a I shot. I mean, you've robbed about three different <laughs> yeah. advertising slogans there. Did just... I did what? Slater's you you robbed three different advertising slogans. I didn't rob anyone's slogans. <laughs> I think the word best <laughs> is trademark. Best is Morrison's. <laughs> you did the Marks and Spencer's sultry voice. I did. You just need uh, Albatross in the background. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Well, no, it's called Albatross. Oh, right. who, who is who did Albatross? Albatross. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac, wasn't it? The Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Right. Thank you for popping in, mm, boys. Thank Thanks, guys. Thanks for pleasure. being a perfect feature. Nice to have to do guest. this every week, aren't we, Rob? We'll have to bring a in. guest. Yeah. Well, we've had we've had Claire and Harry on the show, haven't we? Claire. Well, yeah, silent partners. So, yeah, they don't speak. They're living. They come in them too. No. <laughs> We had them in for a live cracker pool, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Did right. you tell them it was a podcast? We did, but they don't want to talk. They don't want to oh, talk. No. One of them doesn't know what's going on. He's only one. <laughs> <laughs> that's no excuse. Oh, he should be talking, <laughs> shouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Right, you all, that's thank you very much. Cheers. 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 Enjoy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Take yeah, care now. Oh, I will do. Get that mulled wine on. Crack him. That was good, thank wasn't you, it? That was good. Good visit. Nice having a guest. Just need to uh, check that I'm still recording. I'm recording. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's good to know. So, oh, um, so from Mince Pie Reviews on to uh, present reviews, I suppose we should do. Because, you know, Christmas is about gifts, isn't it? it? It's about giving, isn't it? And if you remember all the way back to Chris, episode three now, mate, this is... Oh. Oh, we're going back here. We're going, going back. back. Seven we, week. We talked uh, about the ideal Christmas present. Don't we? Ideal Christmas fair. Shall we have a listen? Here we go. Here we are. 
What is the ideal Christmas present? I would like to know that from people. What is this year? What is the 2017 oh, Christmas present? It's not a fidget spinner. They're done. They're gone. Well, I've got a nine-month-old baby at the minute. By Christmas, he'll be over one year old. What do I buy at over a one-year-old? A big red fun bus. A red Get fun him bus? Out here. Did you ever have a big red fun bus? I, didn't, I had one of them red cars with the yellow roofs. Remember them? Oh, the, yeah. I had one of them. That was good. Right. Right, so I've done some research into this. <laughs> right. And what I've found is it's not like it used to be. What do you mean? Well, when we were kids, there was a what, number one Christmas present. There was like, everyone's getting a micro scooter. Right. Everyone's getting crash test dummies. Remember yeah. them? Yeah, crash t- yeah. But and, now I, uh, I think... Pogs. Yeah, everyone got the same thing, didn't they? PlayStation, you know what I mean? It yeah. was a one, there was like number one Christmas present. Furby. Fur- yeah, Tamagotchis, these kind yeah. of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's gone now. I think the market's just too broad too and saturated, wide. Too saturated, too much. But the one thing what did kept popping up for me, now it's not very good if you've got a lad like me, but um, is a Loverbella doll. A Loverbella doll. Now, 100, 100 quid this doll. Right. But a few websites... It doesn't even look real. It doesn't, does it? Under a quid? I tell you what, though, I was in Tesco today and there was, like, a box of, like, these dolls. Yeah. And they were, they were like, talking and moving, like, in the oh, boxes. It's, it's I don't f- like that. I said, imagine being on night shift and going past that. Oh, I don't like that. Ooh. But this doll, apparently, is the number one. And do you know what, now? This day and age... Yeah. Like, b- boys play with these dolls now. This, and it's, it's okay to oh, do Oh, yeah. Now, well, of course it is, age. yeah. Right. So it could be a number one present for a boy or a girl. This, but it's a doll basically. Because they finally put the, the the boys on the adverts, haven't they? They have. It's on there now. So you can all, yeah. That's good. That. I, I mean, like that. she does it all. Though. I mean, she got true to life facial expressions and movements. If you tickle her, she giggles. She plays peekaboo. She reacts to a spoon and so it's bit basically like my baby. This is what he does it, at this point. Yeah. So if you, I tell you what, if you if you plan on having a baby, yeah. Get a get a what's it called? <laughs> get a Loverbella doll. I've just read a review of it. Yeah. Uh, Eighteen days ago, this was posted on the the Smith's Toy Shop. Right. And it was one star out of five. Ooh. Terrible. Broke after one day. Don't waste your money. Our little one's well disappointed. We've got to wait a month for a replacement. See, this is the problem with the number one Christmas present, though, isn't it? They go out of stock quite quick. Very quick. And this is the problem then, you've got. Someone's voted five stars and then put a comment. It's a Christmas present. Can't rate it as it's a Christmas present. My daughter hasn't played with it yet. She hasn't opened it. <laughs> Quality of product, four out of five. Value of product, four out of five. Overall, five out of five. Well, how can you rate it? Well, she literally said she can't rate it and then she rated it. You just wouldn't go on and do it, would you? Oh, do no. you leave reviews? Do you ever review? I, I do, yeah. I love a, I love a review, oh, yeah. I don't leave them. Well, we'll have a chat. We, we should mention that. We should have a, a segment on that next series next year because yeah. I've, I've got loads of good stories about reviewing. Good. Yeah, great, great. Should we jot that down? Story. That's a feature, that, isn't it? Should I write that yeah, down? Yeah, let's I'm, do that. I'm not allowed to yeah. write things down, though, am I? Cause you get, well, you can. Get oh, you can write whatever you want down. Can I? Thanks. We should move on a bit because we're, we're getting towards the, uh, the end of the year. We are. Uh, I think, you know, if, if, you, if you're listening now and you think, They've completely forgotten about the the mad craze that is blah 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 for the Christmas present. Let Rob know because he's got to buy his little one a a, a toy for Christmas. I, I'm not going to get him that Loverbella doll. It's a bit too much like him. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. just we'll feed him instead of Doe. Because you, you're only going to have to look after Doe. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Let us know. Yeah. Right. The, and the best thing, the be- I think the best thing, the most successful thing this series has had, apart from us being awesome, yeah, uh, has, has been probably this feature, isn't it? This, this one coming up. What a cracker! Yeah, what do you reckon, Rob? Uh, this has been my favourite feature. Uh, do you know what I'm a little bit gutted about? What? We can't continue it. <laughs> I know. Because Christmas know. would have happened and we can't continue with What a Cracker. We're going to have to think of some more st- some some more things to do. Easter's coming, innit? We'll have to do like Easter eggs or something. Or... Yeah. Oh, don't tell everyone because they'll be copying. Oh, I know. But... They'll be... Podcasts. So, I mean, over over the series, we've gone from expensive crackers. We have to cheap crackers. So, what what we're going to do now? We're not going to list any no, more new ones. I think what we're going to do is, uh, I, I think what we should do, Elliot, here is basically say which one's your favourite and why was it your favourite. My favourite ones of the lot. Have we got any clips about these? No, because they've just been going on, haven't they? Yeah, not not real clips. We've mentioned them. my favourite ones of all of the ones we've mentioned. I think has to be the magic crackers. I'm I'm with you with that one. Do I'm, you think? I think they were the best ones. I think just the fact that you can put a magic show on. Yeah, I, I think is the best. Saying that though, I do think the musical ones are good as well, and I think that would be a right laugh for your family. The ones with the whistles, where you have the conductor's bat on. Yeah, they were good, yeah. So, I mean, the ones I think are stupid, and I still continue to think it's stupid, are the dog crackers that you brought him. And you think they're the worst ones? Them are the ones that cost four million from verifirst2.com. Yeah, we've got those, haven't we? The four million ones. It's a lot pointless. of money, though, isn't it? It's pointless, isn't it? It's just Playboy, isn't it? Playing with the money, that. That's all that is. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah so let's say the Magic Crackers, TK Maxx. How much were they? Can you remember how much they were? Um, TK Maxx Magic Crackers at nine ninety nine. They were nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. That's that's a value. Six 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 uh, magic tricks in each one, and we've we've pulled them because I went and had Christmas with Mum, and we we got three oh, tricks. Did you have them? Yeah, we, we used. Yeah, we did them. With, oh, with what kind of tricks were there? Well, there were some magic number ones to make me think that you were a, a a mentalist. There were the balls in the cups ones. They were the magic oh. dice. It was, you know, it's really good, really, really good. Enjoyed it. I'm actually going to get them. Oh, you should do TK Maxx. Hey, Rob. What? Who hides in a bakery at Christmas? Oh, who? A mince spy. Oh, there we go. See, I ain't got any cracker jokes. I didn't know we were doing this. I got no, no. cracker jokes. Well, it's it's Christmas, isn't it? It is. You got another one? You got another I one? have, yeah. Go I on. Have. What do you call a woman who stands between two goalposts? I don't know. What do you call a woman who stands between two goalposts? A net. What's that got to do with Christmas? <laughs> it hasn't. <laughs> that, but it was in my Christmas cracker jokes. Oh. <laughs> you find that one a bit funny? I just, I just think it is funny. <laughs> oh. oh well, there we go. So, magic cricket. Cricket, <laughs> magic crackers from TK Maxx, uh, and, and that will conclude. Or oh, what a cracker! 
for for another year. For another year. So if you are making crackers now, if you're thinking 2018's your year, come and have a word with us. We'll give you exclusivity on reviews. We'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking part with us in that because we we uh, we love that. Um, we've loved the feature. Um, we did that live cracker pull, didn't we, as well? Oh, yeah. It turned out disappointing. At... I've still got the gift here. It's that. Remember that? Your, your clip on. Yeah, your, clip, your plastic clip. Yeah, rubbish. See, still, that's it. Just sat you, there. You've integrated how to get the listeners involved. Rather than just showing it me, you've used it. Yeah. So they can hear it. They can hear it. We should do that with everything. I can't really make a noise with mince pie, though. Well, I've opened my beer, haven't I? Yeah, you did. I yeah, opened my beer. Point. Hang on, I'll, I'll gulp it, shall I? No, don't, because that's disgusting. Well, I can put it down. Well, there you go. Could be there anything that long. Well, it could, well, yeah, but it could be. I suppose we're coming to that time, aren't we, Elliot? Oh, I don't want it. I don't want it to happen. It's, it's sad, isn't it? I mean, the plus side is we now have a month off to to miss each other, to write, get some notes down, to create some new features, to create some new music. Yeah. It's uh, all over there. The episode one of series two... I think we should get some guests in. Yeah. We're going to be... With, we'll get with some guests. We're going to be we'll be together. Um, and, uh, yeah. I think, you know... I don't know. Should I say this? You can always you can always delete it if you don't agree with it. But I reckon episode one of series two might also be a video. Might also be a YouTube video. I think we should go for it. Shall we do it? We'll do it. We'll do it. Because we're going to be together, so we might as well. If you've got the gear... I've yeah. got the you've got the idea and yeah. I'll just be oh, there I've got the idea I've got the gear and I'll be there and you'll be there yeah <laughs> basically but thank you so much for everyone who's, who's tuned in and listened and we do hope we've entertained you and please remember that it is an interactive show so do get in touch if you want us to men- talk about anything or mention anything or any ideas there's please a dog outside your window that's doing it now isn't there oh the next door's dog next door's dog He's, to touch. He's doing more than mo- most of our listeners. <laughs> but yeah, so Elliot will tell you now where you can listen. You can listen on Blueberry, uh, and you can find loads of podcasts on there, but ours is the best one. You can also get it on iTunes, which is the standard. Please do subscribe, and if you do listen, please, it would do give us an absolute boost if you could rate us five stars, even if it's a Christmas present and you haven't had a chance to rate it yet. Uh, just rate us five stars and give us a comment on iTunes. Uh, you can listen on YouTube um, and there I'm going to put the, the photos along all of the all of the times as well, so you don't need to go onto Twitter and do that, but please do stay in touch on Twitter. There are other ways to listen uh, to the podcast on uh, Podcatcher if you're an Android user or um, on Stitcher. But, yeah, essentially, if you like what you hear, spread the word, and you've got all 11 episodes to listen to again in the next month. Um, honestly, it's been a journey for us to start this, but I'm absolutely loving it. How yeah, about you, Rob? It's great fun. It's good fun just to have a chat and to get our points of life across, isn't it? Yeah, and, you know, we're, we're ever learning. I think we're doing a better job generally than we did in episode one. Oh, for yeah. For a start, you've got your mic round the right way. That's the main thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean I understand you now I can hear you yeah it's good um, but I'd just like to wish everyone a happy Christmas I hope it's a good one and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you all again in the new year we'll see you in about 31 days 38 days <laughs> it's emotional 
Oh. Enjoy, enjoy America, mate, because I might not see you. You probably won't see me. Yeah, probably have a good one. Me. Enjoy your baking. Send us photos of your, your, They'll be on. Your They'll be on Baking Twitter. Palace. We're going to try and get Joe Wheatley on the show. She doesn't know that yet, but we'll try. <laughs> I'd love it. I'd so <laughs> love it. <laughs> so thank you, and uh, I've been Elliot. I've been Rob. And this has been Is This Is Life? Is This Life? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Goodbye. So if you like what you heard, why not subscribe to the podcast for some weekly ramblings from us too? Or you can follow us over on Twitter at IsThisLifePC.